Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Multiple seasons as an OC, but he does have the experience and he's the pass game coordinator of probably the most efficient offense in football. I'll say this right now. If they do something like that, I'll be very impressed. Because it's so out of the ordinary for them. The one guy that they've hired under Tomlin who was outside of the organization really wasn't because his dad worked for the Steelers in the 70s and he grew up here. So of the names that are out there then that would that would technically check the previous OC in the NFL box, what do you think is a very Steelers-like hire? If Clint Kubiak is, I'd be impressed that's not the way they usually conduct business. Who among the names that you know are out there is a... Well, this is the Steelers kind of doing the same old, same old. You know whose chances I actually think are higher because of what he said? Leftwich? Well, could say that, but Van Pelt. And he's got the classic Pittsburgh tie-in. But Van Pelt doesn't have any play-calling experience. He's been an OC in name only. He was, a, he was an offensive play caller in Buffalo when I was there for a year, and he was really bad at it, in part because I think this is so Bills back then. They fired their regular offensive coordinator right before season started and then promoted Let's go Buffalo. Just like. Okay, so, so you like say— Like in August, like two weeks before I'm not the saying, season I'm started. I'm not saying that's the guy I'm, I'm rooting to No, to I know. I'm, I was just asking who checks that box. Pony, you know, like you say AVP from Donnie. Who is, this is the Steelers going outside the organization, but other than that, adhering to the old Steeler way more than any other candidate? I'm just, I'm running through Luke Getzes and Alex Van Peltz and Frank Reich, even though he's not technically from here. Yeah, but I think if they hired Frank Central Reich, PA guy. I think if they hired Frank Reich, you and many others would be very excited. I probably would be. I probably would be, but he's failed two years in a row. But then wouldn't he have the excuse of, I worked for David Tepper, for God's sake. Yeah. And I had like a, a guy who was like a, basically like built like a 14-year-old freshman team quarterback. No, I, I, I'd, prefer, I, I'd prefer Kubiak to him for sure. No, I understand that. No, I'm, I know. I, I'm just trying to get to the bottom of who out there would be one of those, ah, yeah, they went outside the organization, but this just feels like a blasé move. I don't know of many other guys who have worked for the Steelers because think about it. How many of Mike Tomlin's coaches leave the organization and go on to have success other in other places? Flores is going to, but he's not a Mike Tomlin guy. He's a Belichick school, Belichick tree guy. So if we're talking about bringing people back, you know, well, the Texans offensive, the, the Texans quarterbacks coach 
who was in camp with the Steelers as a quarterback, Johnson, he's got no play calling experience. So if he, he'd have to wow Tomlin in such a way that he took back what he said today. So I would say that his chances of getting the job. And you know that's and you know that's a name that I have repeatedly put out there that I wouldn't mind seeing. They're gonna bring Ken Wisenhunt out of mothballs again? No. Is he working? Hasn't worked since twenty nineteen. Okay. Well, we had Mike Malarkey get suggested by the first caller of the day, so I figured that that was you had to at least uh go out there and at least throw a guy like Wiz's name out. Uh here is I wanna play this clip for you. Tomlin on the offensive coordinator search, it does, he says, hinge somewhat on Kenny Pickett. It's a significant component of it. This game is quarterback-driven. Offenses are quarterback-driven. And so their expertise in that area is a significant component of the search from my so perspective. So both probably how they feel about Kenny, but also how Mike thinks the coach would work with Kenny. Correct. Does this person, do I think he has the traits or attributes to get the most out of Pickett? What are, what are the coaching attributes you have to have to get the most out of Pickett? A cubicle next to him that you're willing Very to occupy. Very detail oriented because Kenny's such a. I I actually junkie. disagree. I actually disagree with that completely. I think given what we have seen from Kenny, you have to have an offense that is a very simplified offense that excels at making it an easy, quick read for the quarterback. I really think you have to have a guy who who has a reputation. Hey, like for his first read is usually open in his schemes. Because I think that's what we saw with Pickett. If it wasn't open quickly, he wasn't going to stand in there and go through the progressions. Well, that one of the San Francisco guys would make sense because I feel like guys are always running wide open in their offense. But Purdy sometimes does actually stand there and have to find them. Tomlin on what he's looking for in a new OC. I want us to be versatile and dynamic. Obviously, we got to score more points. I want to be able to keep defenses off balance. I want to utilize all the talent that we have at our disposal. Uh, I'm excited about this process and the, and the talent pool out there based on what I've seen thus far. I'm really open to kind of learning through this process, man, and seeing what people have to say about their visions. And so certainly I have a vision of what it looks like, but certainly open to learning through this process. That answer makes me think that he will have more say in who they hire than... His answer previously when he said it was going to be a collective effort, Tomlin, Khan, and Rooney. I hope Khan has a decent amount of input because I know Omar's not like a personnel guy, but I do think Omar understands modern schemes. I also want to go back to something Mike said in the previous answer. It's a quarterback-driven league. This past year, he actively seemed to want to neuter his quarterbacks, specifically the first-round pick. I just I can't square that. I... He's, he's willing to say, yes, obviously it's a quarterback-driven league. I'm a defensive guy. I have to try to stop Josh Allen or Patrick Mahomes or Lamar or all three in the playoffs if I want to go anywhere. Yep. Why treat your own quarterback that you thought worthy of a first-round pick as an organization like a bystander to success? I just wonder how, how long they're going to have to pay for the sin of bringing Canada back for an extra year. I mean, there are multiple And the collateral damage of that long-term. This is well that that statement from you because assumes that you think that this is going to actually whatever whoever they hire almost is going to jumpstart Pickett. It sounds like you aren't out. No, then but on I'm Pickett. saying if if this had happened last off season and Kenny had this kind of year, it would be about who their next quarterback is right now. It wouldn't be about giving Pickett another chance. Are we you sure they we, wouldn't just say it's the first season under a new coordinator? We've got to give him a shot. I don't think if it was this bad. No, I don't. Because of, yeah, I, I don't. I, Actually, what they would really have done if this year had played out the exact same just under a different coordinator is I think Mason Rudolph would be, they would be moving heaven and earth to make sure he came back as their starter. 
because they would say both guys basically played in the same offense for the same amount of time and and one one delivered obvious results. Yep. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. All right, so this turned into a big deal. J.J. Watt, T.J.'s big brother, went on Pat McAfee's show, one of us, Plum Zone, and I think he said, screw PFF, or was it, did he even say FPFF? I didn't think you could drop F-bombs on McAfee's anymore. Do you know the, exactly what was said, Chris? No, it was just... Something insulting. Donnie, it was do you somebody know exactly doing what like, was said? Yeah, jocks versus nerds in, in J.J.'s mind. But it was like, the interview them. was over, and he said, I want to sign out with something, and then he said... Do you know exactly what he said, Donnie? I or... don't. Okay. Something along the lines of screw PFF. And that's created this whole war in the last couple of days between football fans and pro football focus employees and people that like their site like we do about the way they grade things and uh, critiques of players and whatnot. My personal theory is that because PFF has had Miles Garrett graded ahead of T.J. Watt all year, it's a sensitive subject for J.J. J.J. tweets all the time about how there's no discussion. T.J. needs to win Defensive Player of the Year and be elected God of the World. That's what this is about. Steve Palazzolo from Pro Football Focus, their senior analyst, joins us right now. Uh, Steve, just your reaction to when you saw that J.J. Watt video and the chaos that's ensued, I'm guessing, on your end since. He said PFF sucks, oh, is okay. what he said. And um, we added it to the intro of our podcast today. So this would have, fi- uh, file this one under no uh, bad publicity is still good publicity, right? The only bad I publicity mean, is no publicity. 
Listen, I've been dealing with this bad publicity for over 12 years now at PFF. This is just another day. I mean, part of our intro to the podcast is Shannon Sharp calling us out. Now we got JJ calling us out. It's all good. Um, so it's just standard. I really do think a lot of it's triggered by the TJ Watt stuff. So he, he loves his brother, just like uh, David Carr at one point said Derek Carr was MVP of the world, you know, a few years ago. You know, sometimes, you know, brothers. I noticed you know, they, JJ they never went to the mat for Derek Watt about his grades. No, I mean. Yeah. There's a limit to brotherly love. I get it. Yeah. Derek, Derek gets the, uh, gets, yeah, whatever. So, so what's the misconception here, Steve? Why, why oh. is somebody like J.J. Watt saying, I put up my coach's grade and I put up their grade and they couldn't be more different? Yeah, first off, this was triggered by C.J. Stroud and Jordan Love having the exact same stat line and having different grades, which is an interesting discussion. We can have that if you want. But the coaching grade thing, again, we've heard that forever. We work with all 32 NFL teams. We work with every FBS team now. And we sit, we sit down with coaches. I mean, coaches are grading their players differently than what we do. And even if they know, you know, they know the assignment, but they're, they're grading them on technique and effort. And I, I've sat down with coaches before who said, I can't give this guy a bad grade because I uh, put him in a bad spot or he's really slow. And I asked him to make this tough reach block or whatever it might be. And we don't even like, so that's actually, that's inherently biased, right? Like if I ask, you know, whoever backup tackle to make a block, that's tough on him. Whereas if I ask Joe Thomas to make the block, he'll make it, right? He's good. Whereas we just say, did this guy make the block or not? Whether you're Joe Thomas or, you know, the third string, doesn't matter. And we're just putting production grades on guys. And it's just, it's different from what the coaches are doing. And, and we, we weigh things differently and we value things differently. So yeah, there's going to be some discrepancies. There's also going to be some, some agreement, plenty of agreement. We've talked to all sorts of offensive line coaches or whoever it might be um, that agree with the grades. And, and you might disagree at the play level, but a lot of people at the end of the day will agree once you have a bigger sample, end of the season, multiple seasons, whatever it might be, there ends up being a lot of agreement there too. So I mean, it's just like any other evaluation process. Of course, there's going to be some agreement, some disagreement. And he used, you know, hey, my coaches disagreed, so therefore it must be wrong. Does it frustrate you that people like Watt have such a big microphone and reach and seem to not understand that there are people working in the NFL right now who worked for you? Isn't specifically Bobby Slowick a guy who worked for you and helped you fine-tune the grades, and now he is literally running the offense that might propel Houston to the AFC title game? Like, Does that not yeah, annoy it, the it, heck out of you? It does a little bit because it's just there's just a lack of knowledge, and it and again it's not like PFF it's not like Bobby's in there being like oh the PFF grade says this therefore I'm going to call this play, but yeah he worked for us for a couple of years he helped hone the grading process he came in really smart he's awesome Bobby was great uh, came in and worked for us for two years did some of the grading and and helped make the grading better with his suggestions and so he um, and he's doing a great job in Houston and you know learned from Kyle Shanahan. Uh, Zach Robinson is up for offensive coordinator jobs around the league. He's the QB coach with the Rams. He worked for us for a couple of years, did our QB grading. Um, so, yeah. we Radkowski used to grade your quarterbacks. And Bruce, yeah. Bruce took over for Zach when Zach left. So, yeah. we've. I mean, at least two out of three is good, you know? We I got, think, that, I think yeah. that's another thing people don't really know about, that you guys employ former players to grade the current players. In a lot of former instances. players, former coaches. We have uh, a slew of college coaches, guys with NFL experience, and they all have their own little different expertises, right? So we've got offensive line gurus, defensive gurus, whatever it might be. Um, and again, doing a challenging job of trying to identify what the what the goal is for, uh, say, the offensive line or the defense on a given play, whose assignment is what, 
Um, and again, it's not, it doesn't mean it's perfect, but you know, when you're grading a thousand plays for a player, I think over time you're getting the ballpark of whether or not they produce in their given role. And that's, that's the ultimate goal of uh, the PFF grade. Feels to me like it's also one of those things, Steve, where it's just, I'm the player, just let me go out and play. Don't cloud my brain with all these other things. Just here's my assignment. I'm going to go do that. And, and I don't really want to know about the back end. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I, I would get it. I, I get it as a player. Like I, I wouldn't, I'm a former professional athlete, guys. I mean, you shouldn't care about what other people say or what other people grade. But, I mean, the players care. I'll tell you what. I mean, I've got DMs. We all have DMs from players. They care. Agents care. And the team cares. And and I'll say this. If you use our data properly, it does point – there are ways to point toward winning more games, right? It doesn't mean you just take the highest graded guys, but there is – a way to use our data to make better team building decisions, whether it's free agency, whether it's re-signing your own, whether it's how much to pay guys or whether it's in the draft. There, there is information within the grading and the data that is useful. And I think a lot of the smart teams are, are tapping into that and using it to some degree, to some level. And, uh, and I think that's the key, right? It, it, it's never this one number is the end all be all. We would never even say that, but a lot of the pushback is because, People use it as such, and then they're like, oh, it's not gospel, it's not this or that. Um, so we've heard all these arguments throughout the years, so all we can do is just kind of continue to educate along the way. Steve, uh, Steve, do the Steelers use pro football focus? Are they one of the 32 NFL teams? Yes. All right. All 32 NFL w- teams, every FBS team, and probably half the FCS. W- without giving FBS. away like their proprietor, like proprietary or enterprising stuff, can you tell us like what they count on you guys for, what they use? Um, I can't, but I can tell you certain teams use the grades, care about grades more than others. So you guys can guess on that one. Mm-hmm. Um, but every, there's, I mean, it's, it, we're more than just the grades, though. It's all the data. It's for game planning. It's, uh, it's for research purposes. There's a lot of different use cases, but some teams use the grades as part of their analysis more than others. Now, if your low grades relative to what I think Broderick Jones has done this year are all a ploy to make sure that they move him back to left tackle, his natural position, all for it, Steve. Otherwise, I'll be very disappointed. Yeah, I mean, even like the Broderick Jones thing, maybe they move him back to left tackle. I think he'll be very good there. I think his positive plays were outstanding. And I think you can look at those as a, as a building block and you could say, hey, that's good, but there were negative plays in there as well. I and mean, that's all we're doing is looking at all the plays. Steve, is it more? Co- is it last one? Is it more coaches or front offices? Like, are the coaches using your grades more than the like the GMs and people that work underneath them? Is it? Like- no, the front the front offices will use the grades more. I mean, again, if I'm a coach, I don't really care that much. I mean, I might care. Hey, they've got uh, the defensive line. I'm an offensive line coach, and the defensive line is graded as you know whatever it might be. Sometimes that's informative. If I'm an offensive line coach, I wouldn't care about PFF grades for my own guys. I wouldn't really, um, unless you're using it to make a point. Hey, you know, you're, you know, I, I've graded you poorly, and also PFF has, you know, that that type of thing to motivate or whatever it might be. I wouldn't really care about the grades. But if you're in a front office situation and you're trying to make the best team building decisions, you should be looking at certain elements of the grades or the way they're constructed, because it will help you make better decisions over time. And then what happens even within buildings, we found out. We had like personnel departments who were so mad at their coaching staff and vice versa. They wouldn't, you know, they would try to like not share logins and because they battle because they're fighting for their own within their own building. So it's crazy. It's all 32 teams and they're all just, they're all different, you know? Steve Palazzolo, Pro Football Focus. Thank you for clearing a lot of this up, Steve. We'll talk again next week.
All righty. Thanks, guys. There you go. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out of market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices, anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Donnie's Tomlin Tidbits brought to you by the Buell Insurance Agency in Gibsonia. See what they can do for you. Donald, take it away. Mike, is punter a position that you'll look to maybe improve next year? You know, I'll acknowledge that Presley was was not consistent enough, uh, particularly down the stretch. That's Mike Tomlin talking about Presley Harvin. Not consistent enough down the stretch. I, I think you could branch out and say a little bit longer than just down the stretch, Mike. He was consistent. Consistently awful. Yards per punt rankings this season. Presley Harvin, out of 33 applicable punters, ranked 32nd. Who's the poor sap who was below his ass? Lou Headley in New Orleans. Was he kicking with his wrong leg all year? I mean, he could have been kicking with a a pulled hamstring, and it still would be better than what Presley Harvin gave us. Where's man? Where's the guy that they had here in camp to compete with Harvin? And then went to top ten Philly, right? Seventh, just under fifty yards per punt. Man, and what was Wings' average, Malzi, in the one game he punted for the Steelers? Can you look was that it? up? What do you think it was? I'm gonna guess it's better than our buddy Presley. Oh, way to go out on a limb there, Brad Wing, who had been retired and out of football for six years. I'm gonna say forty-five yards per punt. And what was Harvin again? His net yardage was only thirty-eight point nine, though. Harvin was 3.8. Harvin's net was 39.1. Yeah. But basically so a guy. Take that, Brad Wing. Yeah, a guy who hadn't punted in five and a half years was basically the exact same. Can I give you the the best thing I've heard? Like the thing when we mentioned this on Tuesday, talking about how pitiful he was in the game, and then when I tweeted something about it during the game Monday, like the rest of the free world was. Every Steelers fan watching that game and saw his first three punts of the game, wanted to punch their television. Which, whenever I see the videos of people doing that... That's all staged That's now. what I think. It's all that's staged. That's what I think, too. One, those TVs aren't that expensive anymore anyway. They're like 100 bucks in some cases. But almost every one of those is staged for clout. Let's put this through the football guy filter. This is the response I got. Okay. They think... I would When I say they, I'm guessing Danny Smith and Mike Tomlin, the special teams coordinator and the head coach... Look at Harvin as one of the league's best holders. They did They did make sure to make that a point, but that was also before they moved the game. 
But I'm saying what I was told, one of the things they take into account when grading his job performance performance is that they think he is elite at getting the snap from the long snapper on field goals and getting it down for Boswell. Not to minimize holding. Okay. We've seen Tony Romo very infamously have an all time low light holding the ball. Okay. So it's important. But that's the response but that, but I here, got for why he hasn't been blown out of here. Who's one of the worst guards you've ever seen play for this team this century? Kendrick Green. Kimoyatu, I was thinking. Juicy. He was a Super Bowl winner, but he People was, also loved him, but he was a mess though. May, he was, maybe uh, Darnell Stapleton. Fine. You know what? Let's use Kendrick Green as an example just for, for fun here. That would be like me saying Kendrick Green is one of the worst left left guards in the league and then finding out that his o line coach and head coach said yeah but when we go on the road he might be the best leg slapper in all of football to signal to the center to snap the ball when he gets back into his crouch and whacks the guy on the leg there's nobody better his timing impeccable that's what i hear when you say that to me holding of course being way more important than my hypothetical but not so much so that I think it falls apart here. Well, I just who gives a rat's so, ass? Find a good punter and let right, him hold. And, and this person did not respond to this text that I sent them, and I had had a couple drops at this point. Mm. But this is the point I tried to make back to them. What is the difference? Like, let's say Presley Harvin is a quote unquote elite holder of, on field goals. He's great at it. He gets those laces out. He gets it down he, perfectly. They have to think then that Boswell would not be as good of a well, kicker without him. Okay, I think that's a possibility, too. Yeah, you don't want to, I guess, Boswell head games, whatever. But my rebuttal back was, what is the difference between the fifth best holder in, in the NFL and, say, the 25th? One bum, bungled hold maybe I, I, per I, year? I don't, yes, I don't One know. One shanked field goal? Like, the I'm, laces I'm tr- don't get out? And, and so, like, if that is, if Chris's answer is right, is that worth keeping around... You would Someone think not. who's one of the worst at his real job. No, I mean it's a completely it's a completely asinine excuse for why he's on. Hold the on, team. we have, and we have quantifiable numbers because there's no way they could quantify and explain to you the fifth best through the twenty fifth best. There are actual numbers though that people use all the time that where you start a drive on the field has a direct correlation to the likelihood of that drive to produce points. Average starting field position oh, is a, huge step, is a very real thing because it has been proven over the years. That it, Matt, you start it literally. People listening to this, you start a drive at the 22 yard line, and you start it, and the other team starts the drive, every drive at the 29. That team, I don't know what the formula would be, but they are projected to score consi- not considerably, but a clear greater number of points. So there's actual quantifiable data that can explain to you the ways in which Presley Harvin hurts your team, and you're basically going on vibes as to why you like him. It, it, it would also make more sense and be at least like coincidental, you could say, if Harvin and Boswell both came into the league and were on the team the exact same amount of time. Boswell had like one bad outlier year in what 2018. Yep. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, that dude has been mostly nails. I mean, he was sh- a little bit shaky last year, but otherwise, he has been legit a top five kicker in the game. And he only had Presley Harvin prob- for what three seasons. Yeah. Problem with this, by the way, is it nixes the idea that they would draft Tory Taylor, the kid from Iowa. They never score at Iowa, so he's never held. I would also never waste a, a draft pick on a specialist. How about a long snapper? Any specialist.
because the best one on the roster was a nobody who was undrafted. Who is Colin Hobo long snapping for right now? Oh, wait, no one. His flag football team. He's old enough now where he's probably even done with that stuff. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 